to show. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. My guest this week, this episode, is going to be someone you all know. If, you know, if you've been around, listen to the podcast for a while, y'all know this lady. She she's been here from the early early days of the podcast and periodically throughout. So it's almost like I don't even need to introduce you. But my guest today is going to be Miss BJJ Mama. How you doing? That was such a good intro. I feel like we could have kept going to see if people could guess, right? Like never Probably. see who it is and see if they could figure it out. I've done that, but mostly because I've forgotten to do the intro because I just hit record and just got the talk. I was like, da, 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 da. oh, shit, like, like 20 minutes. And I was like, you know, we, we never introduced you. I'm going to introduce this person, BJJ Mama here. What's up? Oh, my God. How We've done like so many. I was literally just thinking as I was getting ready. By getting ready, I mean like, I, you know, walking around my house, getting the dogs out <laughs> to go to the bathroom because, you know chill podcast um oh my god there was one where i was like during covid in my husband's office trying to be all set up there was one where i tried to do it against a wall because i had no idea who you were if you were really someone that was like you know <laughs> going to try to murder me so i didn't want you to be able to see anything in my home um and i think there was one where i was in the bathroom with the door closed because my yes. kid was upset yes you remember oh my mm -hmm. gosh not so many. This is great. It's been such a journey. <laughs> it's almost kind of like whenever I record with you now, it's like, where will the location be now? There'll be one episode where you're on the roof of the house. Like, yeah, we're just we're on location on the roof, just redoing the, you know, redoing the roofing today. It's like, oh, okay. oh my god. So the good thing is now you see my little. I know they can't see, but you can see whatever. We can be um, ultra descriptive. I have my little arrows in the background and my little office chair. This may be. The regular space now that i'm a work from home lady nice. with my i'm not gonna call it an office because i'm really just at my dining room table so let's be real um <laughs> this is this is where i'm at now but yeah man we have had quite the journey though like wow i was just talking to someone about you know where the podcast started i, I went to an orioles game yesterday I'm not really a big baseball fan but it was you know for a buddy's uh, party and for his birthday, like uh, his birthday was in December. So it was a surprise party. Uh, I'm into baseball when I'm with them because they make it fun. Like yeah. they, they really pull you into it. So I'm always there and I'm, I'm enjoying it. But, you know, I was talking to his parents about it because I can't remember how it came up because I don't normally mention the podcast. Um, you don't just, run around I, telling the whole world that you're BJJ Wiki and often that's podcast. I, I try to keep a what's wrong with you? I it. tell everyone I'm BJJ Mama. I don't even introduce as myself. I, I well, the funny thing is, I have a BJJ <laughs> Wiki fanny pack, a BJJ water bottle. Um, you know, I'm wearing a BJJ Wiki jacket. You know, like, I, I don't I, I, all the swag. So it's like, you guys, you know, it's like, and, and I'm usually wearing all this stuff around people who don't know what the hell that is. They're just like, right? Oh my god, what, like, what is that? But, um, as I'm talking about, you know, the podcast and where it came from, how it all started, you know, I was explaining how I started jujitsu really with the ideal of doing a podcast, an MMA podcast, 
I wanted to know what I was talking about on the mat before doing a podcast on MMA. And then I said, screw that. I like this. I like, I don't have enough time to make a podcast. You know, I want to focus on jujitsu. I love this. And then when COVID hit, you know, that's where it kind of really hit. Cause it was like, I'm not seeing my friends. Yeah. I can't communicate with anyone. I've got some extra time on my hands. Let's, let's make the podcast happen. And, you know, when I look at the journey of, you know, who's been there, I think uh, my teammate Mark, he was the first episode. So he's the anniversary episode every August, every oh, uh, first awesome. Monday of August. Uh, after that, I, who did I have? Uh, my friend Angelina, uh, one of my guys from mm-hmm. Nerd Rage was episode three. One of my old coaches was episode four. Then you were episode five. Um, oh, I'm top five? I didn't know that. Yeah. You, well, sure? So you sure? Top five? I, I think, yeah, yep. You're Don't number get five. me excited. Okay. No. Nope. I, I remember very, very clear because the thing is, I was trying to figure out uh, covers for the, the episode. Oh, I remember. And, yeah. Like, I think, well, so Mark is the first one, you know, that actually he was like, like he was shown, but then everybody else, I started using action figures and like just things around the basement as the cover. And then when it came to your cover, it was like, okay, there was like you uh, hitting the tire with the sledgehammer. Oh and, my God, that was, that's right. And you did a video type clip or something too. Like it actually was moving. I remember that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's like when I think back to like where it all came from, where it all started, it's like, you know, I always do a shout out at the end and I say, you know, thank you to everyone who's been listening, who's been there along this journey, you know, and that includes, you know, people like yourself, like Mark, you know, especially those of you who have been on here multiple times, because it's like, dude, you like you, you put up with me more than once. Oh my God, it's so fun though. Like, why would you not want to sit at home in your PJs and talk about jujitsu and life in general, which I think is what's cool. Cause honestly, I was so nervous the first time. Cause I was like, I am not a jujitsu pro. What is this? I don't know what I'm even going to talk about. I'm a dumb white belt at the time. Not that, not that white belts are dumb. I'm just saying yeah, they are. Like me personally, I was, <laughs> but no, I do. I remember being so nervous. And then the funny thing is, and you, we were just talking about this a minute ago. Um, I recently did a more like business minded, had to go in, do all this stuff. And it's just so funny. The, the difference it was, I had a really good time. The host was wonderful. Um, it was a really great like business experience for me to get myself out there, but it's just so nice to have this dynamic too. And to see that it is successful. Like people are enjoying your stuff, man. Like you're growing. It's like totally taken off. I hope I, I, I don't know. It just, to me, it's just, I have to be me. And if the episode means that I'm cussing, so be it. You know, if it means, I mean, you know, I've I've got multiple podcasts and some of those, some of those other podcasts, sometimes it's just the, the training wheels are off and I'm just saying things that it's like, Oh man, like last night I actually had to stop the, like we're, we're recording live in person, uh, a, a friend of mine. Um, actually, I think you and him, like you two have been on the most episodes together. Like, I think probably about the same amount. Um, and he and I were sitting there talking and I was telling a story and I said something really out of pocket and I go, okay, I'm going to take that. I I got it. I got a little too comfortable there just now. And my bad, he was like, oh, leave it. It was like, absolutely not. Because if that person listens and hear that comment, it wasn't a bad comment. It was just one of those things yeah. where it's like, 
because I like the like, observational humor is like, you know, I see something like, oh, you know, I made like kind of a, a funny crack. And I was like, I think it's funny, but they may not think it's funny. So let me just take that joke out of there. Oh, but, my gosh. Um, the whole thing is like with doing this with, you know, just friends. It's like it gives an opportunity for us just to be ourselves and have fun. And, and my key to this podcast is really for like when we finish, I want you to be able to say I was comfortable and I would love to do it again. Yeah. If, if, if you don't feel that way, then I didn't. I failed. Oh, and my gosh. I know. I, I love it, though. And it is so funny too, just thinking about the evolution of like, I so remember being like, I don't know this person, but I guess I'll do this. And remember, we like didn't show like you didn't have your whole face in like almost the whole episode or for you and I for what we could see. Right. I know the viewers at home yeah. can't see our faces, but I remember thinking like, what the, what did I sign up for? I don't know this person, what is happening? And then it ended up just like, you made me feel so comfortable. And to, um, I just, I really appreciate, um, and this is a shout out for other people that uh, are thinking about doing a podcast. They should definitely be on yours because you just, you really did a good job of like making me comfortable. But then also after we were done off the air, there were some things that I was like, oh man, I don't know, like as a business owner, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I mentioned something that maybe was a little overly personal right now that I'm not ready to share. And you were so... Awesome. I feel like I even remember one of the first episodes I said like a curse word, right? And the evolution yeah. of me, if you know, I have evolved a lot, right? I totally remember messaging you and being like, I think I said shit. Can you, like, can you just edit that? And you didn't make fun of me. You were like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I just appreciate that. <laughs> well, like I said, the, the show is yours. You know, you all as a guest, this is your show. I'm just, I'm just here, but it's like, there's only one person, you know, oh, yeah, I was talking to someone about, someone about my band list, and I forgot this person, their band from the show. They're still a good friend of mine. I really, okay. really adore them, but they're no longer welcome <laughs> back to the show. They just made, they, they were a nightmare to work with mm. in, in terms of like, um, I don't care if they hear this because I've, oh, I've told this to them, <laughs> but I've explained to them, you know, as, as we're sitting there recording, like, they would answer a question, and then like 10 minutes later, was like, can we go back and like, like no, God, no. it's like <laughs> i was like what girl do you you not mm -mm, no we're not no, sir. no sir no sir no i i did fix it because the episode would have sounded horrible if not but i was like they can't come back i like I, I can't have them back on the show they've been on multiple times but after that it was like okay not well, never again i'll try to be oh. on my best behavior no, no, you're fine. Cause you know, I, I think what it was was really a matter of like super control of your, you know, of their oh, image. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't want to look like this. I don't want to look like that. And it's like, you know, whereas with yours, it came from a uh, perspective of a business owner and a parent. You know, yeah, I, I do remember those were the only two. And it wasn't even anything that like I really thought was that serious. I just was so new to this whole process and like our studio and COVID and being like a first time mom. And I do remember just being like, um, let's like change these two things, please. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was perfectly fine. Cause it, there were easy fixes. It wasn't like yeah. you said, Hey, can we go back and change something complete? And this was like, editing was new to me. So I was like, I'm going to try. 
You did good though. No, it was great. Um, I mean, I get that though about the image. So, you know, one of the things I'm doing now, I know you follow me on my new page. Um, I was so torn. I was like, all right, am I going to, am I going to be covert about the two different pages or am I going to be open about what's going on? Cause I do, I have some jujitsu people that follow me. Um, but like I, I, what? I was say, I mean, you know, it's not like, you know, they're both, you know, good pages. It's not like, like I have 14 accounts and I know at least three of those accounts. I don't let people know about because it's like the memes that go up on those accounts are like, Ooh, like so that's the, it, that's the thing. So not that I, I'm like, and it's so funny because I figured this would come up when we talk about it. Cause I, I think it's good. I think it's interesting. So, you know, I, I'm working now. I'm, doing social media and digital marketing for people. So I obviously had to think to myself, I'm like, okay, I have a good jujitsu following. All our jujitsu people are super cool. I've got lots of engagement. My reels have good views, but I'm like, I don't think business people want to see my jujitsu stuff. You know, like maybe I need to be surprised. Well, I know. So I, I thought about it long and hard because I was, you know, going out and pursuing clients and work and da, da, da. And I was like, OK, at some point, someone that I'm trying to convince to like pay me to help them, they're going to want to see like my content. So I definitely I created that, you know, social media strategies that work page, which is so funny because and I know you're going to get this. It's such a long handle, but I was talking to someone recently, like at a business networking thing. And she was so funny because I was like, man, I know it's really long, but it's, you know, I told her and she was like, oh my God, that's genius because it's exactly what you do. And I'm going to remember it. And it's exactly like, that's the whole thing you do is like help people with social media. So yeah, I started that page. And then, I mean, I know you follow me there, so you, you kind of see, so it's, it's funny. I do share some stuff from here and I'll just put it out there now because I thought about it. I will, I will share this podcast on there, which will be a fun little, like the people will finally figure out like what my other page is. Right. Cause if you know, you know, but if you don't, I don't make it easy for people. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> yep. It's like, it's like kind of like connect the dots. Yes. The dots, you know, like, like if you go it, dig, you'll figure it out. But I'm not going to tell you that BJJ Mama and social media strategies that work are the same person. Like, <laughs> I had a guest on the podcast. I want to say it was back in March. Awesome guest. Nice young man. And actually, he's been on a couple times now. Um, I'm going to try to get him on a horror movie podcast soon. Okay. So um, he, as we're wrapping up, you know, I do my clothes out and everything. It's like, you know, if you all have any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to me at bjj.wiki. And, you know, and he goes, wait a minute. <gasps> Are you, B you, you BJJ didn't know? And I looked, I was like, what? <laughs> like, dude, I repost your stuff all the time. Like, like, how did you not connect? I repost my own stuff. How did you not connect that, you know, this is all the same? He was like, I never knew. It's like. Really? Okay. Well, it's so funny. Well, I mean, I think if you don't make it super clear and say it, so my thing on, you know, for keeping it separate, number one, I really don't mind someone that meets me at a business function and asks me my name and I tell them my first and last name, and then they attempt to look me up without knowing my business handle, they're going to find BJJ Mama, right? But, you know, I try to 
like walk a fine line of like, okay, this is the business content. So it's almost turned into like a thing now, which I think is a little funny when I repost from BJJ Mama specifically with the intent of like analyzing a piece of content or using it as an example. Cause I still show my face on both pages. Right. But if you notice, I don't put like from at BJJ Mama or I like get rid of the handle so I feel like when this um, episode airs, it will be out there now for everyone, which I really don't mind. It's just so funny. I had a, and I did a post on the social media business page where I said specifically, because I get the question a lot, you know, like how come you don't have a lot of followers? Like you're trying to act like you're a social media person. And it has happened. I have been in, I went into a meeting and some um, wonderful person who was a client out looked at me and she was like, uh, you only have like a hundred followers. What's up with your, uh, your social media, but you're saying you do this. And I was like, well, actually I have another page. I have, you know, I do stuff. So, I mean, that was the main reason again, because I don't think that someone who wants me to help run their content wants to know anything about a rear naked choke or Ezekiel or taking them out. Like, you know, um, I always look at it kind of on the other side of it too. When people look at my account, you'll see the following count and it's like oh my goodness you have so many followers like how did you do it and it's like i i don't know <laughs> like i honestly have no idea you know i've had people ask me like can you you know help me grow my page and it's like i cannot help you grow your page i just don't know what i'm doing dude like and, and, and you know for me i think i came into this kind of at an interesting time where social media was obviously a thing and there were plenty of jujitsu social media pages, white belt BJJ, because that's what actually kind of was the uh, precursor to BJJ mm -hmm. Wiki. Actually, it was a teammate of mine, a former teammate of mine, who asked me to run this page for him. Yeah, his, his website, and I told him, I "Was like, yeah, uh, is it okay if I do Instagram? Like, just I feel more comfortable there." So yeah, do whatever you want, and it took off. Yeah. And I, it wasn't by anything that I did initially because I was really just kind of fumbling around. Once I found a pattern of my posts and then the thing I always try to do is make sure I give credit to whoever the post is from. And I think that's a big part of what helped me is that I wasn't because there are a couple accounts. I think it was one account uh, called We Love or I'm sorry, We Heart BJJ. They blatantly take other people's content take away the watermark i called them out for it and Good they blocked me so uh they have like five accounts it's funny that you mentioned that because number one i that always comes up like follow count right like people assumed you know everything about social media because you have this mass following but then on the flip side i'm doing it for work and people immediately assume because i have less followers that i don't know you know and i it's just perception, I feel like, in the social media yeah. space that people don't understand. But like you were saying, the authenticity kind of part about you, we're giving people credit. So that, I don't know if you noticed, that video that I shared that you did, but I feel like you reshared it and I gave them credit too. It was the one of John Travolta, right? Walking yes. out. Was that mm -hmm. your original piece or someone else's? Mm -hmm. Someone else's. Right. But it had their watermark in it, and then it had your handle on it too. And I had shared it. 
have have you even fifty two something thousand like all these views, but I continue to go post and say like, hey, y'all need to go follow BJJ. Like, this isn't me. This isn't my post. And I feel like people don't realize you can like repost with integrity and still have good engagement because you're being like an authentic person that gives people credit. I think what a lot of people, there's this this clout game where it's like, you want to be the person that you know broke the story first you want to be the originator you want to be the one known for it whereas like me i'm very introverted i'm very shy i don't want like i mean you see me here like when we first started like you said i was i had half my face in the screen or, you know, <laughs> on camera right now i'm hiding behind a microphone as best i can well i at least know you, what you look like now after yeah. like four years i think if you've seen me, you know what I look like, but I'm still very like, no, I must hide. Um, but you know, you know, when it comes to like any of the content going out, there is this thing where I think people want to make it like again, that one account, you know, they scrub people's watermarks and then they put their own. And and it's like, yo, what are you doing, dude? Like, give credit. Even even uh white belt BJJ uh did it to some people. They called him out. You know, I, I guess they're, they're friends because he I read the back and forth and it seemed like yeah. they're friends, but he was still kind of annoyed by it. But for me, when I do make, you know, a post of my own, I put my watermark on it and, you know, just leave it at that. You know, I try to put the watermark in a spot where you can't just kind of uh, crop it out. Yeah. But also at the same time, I don't really care too, too much that there's a post I did way in the beginning. I don't even remember what the meme said. I saw I, I saw the saying somewhere else. And it was a picture of a young man with Down syndrome with a blue belt. He just won a competition. His hands are being raised. And I posted it. And everyone took it, reposted. Tom DeBloss reposted it. And not one point that I get, you know, tagged or mentioned back on it. And I didn't put a watermark. This was like maybe my first ever post. And I was like, okay, lesson learned. This yeah. is what I must do now. But also at the same time, like I said, it doesn't bother me too, too much because it's the internet. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, come on, everything. you put it out there. And you know what's so funny you say that because on the the business page that I have, you know, I try to teach people how to use social media for business, but also how to do it in a way that like they're not completely glued to their device. So like, okay, if someone else in your industry is sharing something awesome, you want to spend an hour recreating it to try to do it better. Just reshare theirs, give them a shout out and say they're awesome. And then you've created a connection. You've given someone credit. You've made it a point to be like a real authentic person. And it's just so funny that people don't get this because I remember that um, the video that I had done that you had reshared. And it was so funny because, you know, Instagram changes things so often that now I'm pretty sure when you repost a reel, it makes it as if it's your reel and doesn't always, um, so like it, it does it through your real setting. So if that person didn't yeah. have a watermark, it would look like you were trying to say that it was your own reel, I feel like. And some people can go in and delete. I mean, I know they can because I, I know how to do it. But like, you know, they go in and delete the captions and change the hashtags. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why would why would you do that? And I remember when I shared that video and it started blowing up. I'm not going to lie. 
I panicked for a minute because I was like, oh my God, did I make sure that I gave everyone credit? I want to make, like, I was not trying to do anything. I thought this was a really funny video and I reshared it. And then I went and double checked and I was like, okay, good. I did. It had like your watermark. And I think I even tagged, was it BJJ Ocean? Who was it that did that original? I think it was a uh, BJJ Ocean, I believe. Ocean, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I went and I actually made sure that like, okay, good. It did say both of their names. The tag was there. Like, we're all good. Um, but I mean, that's the thing, like, dude, that reel completely blew up and I got a ton of new follows and stuff just from like resharing something, but I gave everyone credit, you know, I don't know. I think people just get like really butthurt on a uh, social media sometimes, or they think they're trying to reinvent the wheel, right. That they can do it mm -hmm. better. Well, I think that's the thing too. It's like the important things, like I said, you know, you gave everyone credit. And, you know, it did well, you know, and you're, you're not trying to hide and act like it's yours. You know, I think those are the important things about posting. I, I think also when it comes to any of this, you know, I've, I've had people where I'll repost from one person and then I'll get someone in the comments saying, well, at least you could do is tag the person who just, oh my them. God. And then I reply <laughs> back to them. If you know anything about my page you know that I give credit wherever it's from. Now, if the person, you know, I had this, I wrote this out to one person and they were cool about it. You know, we had to get back and forth, but I told was like, I only post what I know. So if I took it from this person, they didn't do their work on their end. Yeah. That's not on me, you know? And, and, you know, again, they were cool about it. And, you know, I, I found out who it was originally from. I tagged that person in it. You know, I, I think, you know, for me, that goes a long way just in being genuine and just letting people know, like, look, I'm not here to steal from anyone. It got a little tricky when reels started. Yeah. Paying. It got very, very yeah. slippery because I felt bad because there are people I was reposting from who weren't getting paid. Meanwhile, I was getting, you know, however much I wasn't getting a lot. It was like a couple bucks, you know. Yeah, they're not even doing it anymore. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That that's that was a heartbreak because they they were funding a lot of my podcast and stuff, well, a lot of my equipment. Like I got well, new, now uh, apparently, yeah, you got to get verified now. That's where they're trying to get the money. I don't even get me started. That's a whole nother day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they took away the reels bonus, but then they said, hey, by the way, so they actually offered me the blue check mark years ago, and I thought it was a scam, so I declined. And then when I went back to try to get it, they were like, like yeah, nah, buddy. sorry, you're out. I was like, God damn it. Like, uh, uh, but you know what? But I've heard negative things about it, though, from like some pretty big people that said that, like, they don't feel like they even got the support that, you know, they were marketed that they were going to get. And I've been vocal about the blue check mark for a lot of the new blue check marks now that I'm seeing oh, yeah. because. There, there was a thing to it for me where, you know, I go into my um, likes or whatever, um, and, and you can go and uh, change the filters to see verified. Who's verified that liked or commented your content? You know, I go and I see WWE wrestlers that liked or commented. You know, I see some big jujitsu names. I, you know, um, yeah. uh, Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse, you know, follows me. Sweet. You know, shit like that. So, and I, and I don't even like the insane clown posse, but you know, we but it's so cool. So. Let's be real. What's up? <laughs> represent what's up. Uh, get Charles Fago, Fago pop. 
Um, but you, you know, it, it was like it was a cool thing to be able to see because it wasn't like you know there was a flood of those types of um, check marks. And now I go and look, and it's like some random Joe Schmo with like two hundred uh, followers, and it's like who the what? No, get, like get out of here. Uh, and also, like I, I told my wife uh, recently. I take it more as a badge of honor now, not having a check mark, but having so many followers because it's like I, I don't need that check yeah. mark to get, you know. Yeah. The, the I think power. even without the check mark though, like because I always run into this with people asking about like follow account and all this stuff. Do you know how many messages on my new um account that I set up that I get where people are like, hey, buy these followers, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, this is ridiculous that this is still a thing. And that people immediately ask about follow count. You know, I mean, I get it. I do get it. Especially like if you're trying to say that you do this for a business, right? Someone looks at me and they're like, uh, okay. So then I do have to sometimes, and I feel silly when I do it, um, is where I do some of the reshares where I'm like, when people think you don't know what you're doing, but actually you have videos that have, you know, like really good follow and you do know what you're doing. It's, it's a hard, I feel like a hard game. <laughs> well, I think also one of the weird things about it too is like, oh, well, this is what you're doing, but you don't have a lot of followers. It's like, well, because I'm too busy helping others. Build yes. Their products. Oh my like, gosh. So I don't know. People are always going to have comments. People are always going to say one thing or, or the other. I think at the end of the day, what it really boils down to is you put in the hard work. There's word of mouth that, you know, can vouch for you. And yeah. for those that are like, oh, well, you only have this many followers. So like, what, like, what do you know? It's like, well, I know that, you know, I, I promoted and pumped up this account, this account, this account, this account, and they're doing great. You know, I've helped them do yeah. that. And I'm too busy working on other people's stuff to really worry about mine. So yeah. I, I've had, I've had those messages come in for uh, this account for uh, off the mats for, so you like horror Kalompton. Yeah. Uh, I, I get all these little messages saying, Hey, you know, do you want to grow your follow count by like however many number? And you know, I always just delete yeah. them. I was like, no, get out of my face. Cause even with Kalompton, I accidentally, you know, it's just a repost and I just fall into the lucky, you know, yeah. that lucky uh, uh, hit on algorithm. Yeah. And and now older posts are starting to pick up speed because my buddy, he messaged me. He was like, oh, we got some traction on this post that you posted six months ago. Yeah. I was like, I don't. It, that it just video happens. I reshared from you was from six weeks. Okay. So I did a case study on my other page, the business social media page, where I took the exact same video that you had shared, whatever, but I only did obviously just the video, like the face so that I could change the message for a different target. Mm -hmm. And I put it up and I'm going to go back in six weeks and I want to mm -hmm. see. So I did a case study. I posted it. Um, I think yesterday where I said, okay, everyone. And this is where I'm like starting to kind of like let people figure out the at BJJ moment. Now that I've like, I've got clients, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm growing. And like I said, I don't mind that people know uh, the different pages, like they will see them and they'll figure it out. But I don't ever walk into like a business meeting and being like, Hey, check me out at BJJ mama on Instagram. Right. And like some big business meeting. Um, but yeah, so just doing that study of like, okay, well I shared it here and it in six weeks blew up. Um, now let's do the same thing 
with a different, you know, text over it. And it was funny, actually did the, I don't know if you saw it where I said, Instagrammers after one reel gets 10,000 <laughs> <Yeah>. views, uh, <laughs> quitting their day job, ready to be a full-time content creator. Like, so we'll see, like, we'll see. I think it just depends who you're speaking to, who your audience is. And I mean, not, I think I know it's, it also is like what your purpose is, right? I think a lot of people, yeah had fun with social media in the beginning, but now people are starting to realize like, oh, dang, this is like a real marketing tool that we can use to grow and make money and build something and community, you know? I think also, um, you know, when you really look at, you know, what, you know, what the objective is, like my goddaughter years ago saw a BJJ wiki and was like, how do you have so many followers? I was like, I don't know. And she was like, I want that many followers. And I said, so I was like, why? why? Why do you want that many followers? Now, granted, she was 14. Um, she might have been, she might have been older, maybe 16. Because I, I think this account has been up for six years now. No, oh, wow. how was my daughter? My daughter's seven, so it might be five years. But but the whole you know thing is it's like, why do you want that many followers for her? Yeah, versus you know, again, if you you know, if you're a business, it's like, yes, you, you know. It would make sense to you know want that, but I think too, again, it's just something. It's a surface thing. It, it's like it doesn't just because you have a bunch of followers doesn't mean that it means anything. I have a bunch of followers, and I can tell you that a lot of those are probably scam robots that yeah. that are like, "Hello, sir, ma'am." Oh my gosh! Like buy, right? you know a gi? Like no. Oh my god! The amount of tags that I get. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name because I have tried to message the company, and they I want to scream sometimes at the messages this i think it's called fira f-i-r-a activewear i posted about it a few times before so what's funny is it's one of the things where when you go to their page there really is like a they've got leggings and a brand <clears throat> but then i think they have like regular people that just message anyone but they tag you like they don't always private message you sometimes they just tag you in stuff and they're like, don't message here. Make sure you message, you know, yes. the direct account, blah, 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 blah. So, oh my God, I have to send you the uh, screenshot of what happened because it was hilarious. I took it, I did a video recording. So I messaged them, the actual company. I went to their page and I was like, hey, friends, like, I appreciate what you're, I was super nice. I was like, I appreciate what you're trying to do, build your brand. Could you please remove me from your potential ambassador list that goes on to whoever it is? It has it because your people have been blowing up my phone. It was it was a bot. They immediately were like, oh, you're interested in our ambassador program. And I literally <laughs> responded with, no, I'm not. And then they were like, oh, that's so great to hear. And then you could see like me devolving in the comments of like the rage that was happening where I was like, they're like, does that sound like a great plan? And I was like, no, that doesn't sound like a great plan. I don't want to work with your company. <laughs> You guys suck. Do you but not like, understand these words? <laughs> and then they were like, well, we'll wait to hear from you. So excited. And that's when I started just losing. And I was like, I'm going to report you to the Better Business Bureau because you're driving me nuts. And this is borderline harassment. Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm talking to a bot. Like, let's be real. Come on. I don't know what I was thinking, but they got me. I was so raging. <laughs> I think early on, because I didn't get it just yet, I didn't understand the whole bot thing. So they like I had been reached out like, hey, promote your thing on this page. And I was like, okay, I'll go promote it on this uh -huh. page. And then it turns out like, oh, wait a minute. For $500. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, so I did just look at 
um, the the post that we were talking about uh, with okay. John Travolta. So my repost of it only got a thousand. Oh, mine got so, more. Yeah, yeah. So that that kind of goes to show you that the movement of social media, and I think I'm looking now you know, too. I think it's awesome that you went and looked at it. Okay, like, so what was yours? The view count. Um, let's see. It was on a BJJ wiki. Where where am I? Oh, I hate that they took the dates away. Now they just put oh, how yeah, many weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, six weeks ago. But I also post like nine times a day. So it is buried. But I looked, I was like, I don't because when you said I was like, I don't think I got that. I don't think I even broke a thousand. Like I think I really? just got some late, late uh likes on it like this last week. But it, it's at a 1045. Well, 1046 okay. technically. So you, we have to do this here for all the people that are listening that don't get it. Okay. So your, cause I want to do this cause I'm going to share it on my business page too. In comparison, your follow count and then what the views were on that versus my follow count. And the, cause I want to compare. So you tell me on BJJ wiki where you reposted it, what's your follow count on that page? Um, I think it's 111,000. Okay. And your views on that video? Let's see here. Give me one second. Let me look at my views on the video. I'm geeking out here on you. 21,000. You got 21,000 views on that repost that you did. The one with John Travolta, right? Mm -hmm. And you have, say, your follow account one more time? Uh, uh, 111,000. Okay. Are you ready for mine? Mm Mm-hmm. I only have 3,471 followers and that video that I reposted and gave credit because I hope you saw when you went and looked at it that I tagged you and the original person, 53.9 thousand views. Nice. But like that's such to paint the picture that like, you know, it's not about how many people follow you. It's (laughs) yeah. I mean, well, it's that, but also too, it's like kind of hitting at the right moment. I'm, I'm looking here at like, um, we both know, did reach. it six weeks ago. Cause that's when mine was. Yeah. I mean, well, and what I'm saying though, it's like, you know, for mine, it was just kind of like a, you know, just throw it out there. You know, it's just one of many that goes out. Yeah. Whereas like with yours, it's more deliberate. I feel like, you know, Absolutely. like you're not posting a whole lot. So I do think that matters. Um, like I'm, I'm looking at the reach. I had the reach was 19,000. Yeah. Um, 11,000 of which were followers. The other 8,000 were, were not followers. So what was the non-follower reach? Uh, 8,000. Okay. Mine was or 8,483 to be exact, but 8,000. So mine was 46,712 non-followers versus only 600 and 17 followers that's just like such a good example to me though when i like go into meetings and i talk to these clients and like i need you to get me a million follows yeah that <laughs> like, I, why so do you much. want a million people to follow you what if none of them buy anything yeah. from you what if i could get you this is what i try to explain to people like do you want a million people that are just gonna like your stuff because it's like happen to go out at the right time and no one buys anything from you, books a service or, you know, allows you to monetize it in any way. Or what if you got like 150 targeted people that resulted in like 50 sales? 
I mean, from a business standpoint specifically, yeah. or resulted in like 50 business connections. <laughs> I, I think to some of their ideals, it's like, look, if I put, you know, the net in the water and I, you know, and, and in that water is a million people, I'm going to get 200,000 fish out of that water. And it's like, nah, and you get a hundred thousand DMs that want you to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like They want you to buy a gi. They want you to, you know, they want you to be part of their Sarah McLaughlin arms of an angel dog oh program. You know, cause I, I get those a lot soon. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. what, like on what page of mine do you see? And it's not that I don't like animals. I love animals, but on what page of mine do you see anything saying, Hey, I want to sponsor a dog. Like, no, I want a dog. Like the people that don't do their homework though, like I'll get them. This, this one's kind of funny is I will get them on my BJJ mama page where I have shared that, like I work in social media space and digital marketing and stuff. And I kid you not, I get messages of people that are like, Hey, do you want to learn how to grow on social media? I feel like I'm going to start being like, yeah, sure. Let me, you just tell me what you think. <laughs> I think I'm going to start messing with them too. Cause I still get those on BJJ. We could like, do you want to grow your social media account? And it's like, yeah. What, what more can I do? Tell me. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> I'm on um, it. <laughs> there, there is a thing also too, that took place back when I started this account, uh, when I was running the Facebook page. And I was explaining to Tony at the time who uh, was running White Belt BJJ and how I was also running the Nerd Rage Radio Facebook mm -hmm. account. And the one thing that he was all about big numbers, he wanted big numbers. And I was like, okay. And I, I, and I was like, okay, I can say this from experience. Yeah. With Nerd Rage Radio, we had. 700 followers but they were 700 loyal followers they listened to the podcast they bought merchandise they sent in questions yeah. they were a part of nerd rage radio when we went when bobby would have skull fest or skulltis or or have you know stuff for the patron they subscribed they were in and that's a, that's the power of those small numbers because it was close yeah. in it whereas you know i looked at the BJJ Wiki Facebook at the time it had thirty five thousand followers and there was no connection at all. It was like nobody's interacting here, no one's doing anything. You have posts going up, but there's no life to this. And you know that, was, and then he was like, "Well, that's kind of why I want you here because I want you to breathe some life into it." And I was like, "Well, big numbers isn't what's going to breathe life into this mm -hmm. interaction. Here yeah. is what's going to breathe life engagement." Now, 100%. I don't engage much on the Facebook page. I don't go on Facebook much. I, I end up on Facebook on accident. When my wife tags Same. me on a video on Messenger, I click the video. And then when I click out of the video, I'm on Facebook. And I'm like, shit, I didn't want to be yeah. here. And then Same. it's like, hey, you, you've been invited to a you know a party. And it's like, oh, no, no. I, I was trying to say I didn't see it. Like, I, got in, <laughs> I was supposed to go to a housewarming party yesterday. That I and now they out. know you saw it. Yeah. Decline, decline. And I was like, shit. And I got to text this dude and tell him I didn't see it until the last minute. But. <laughs> Um, but it's like on, even on Instagram, I, I don't do a whole lot of engage engagement in the comments just because it could get very toxic. I do talk to people in the DMS though. But I feel I like up, your followers do a good job of connecting with each other. Cause I have gotten yeah. some follows from being on your page that have turned into like big engagement in the comments on your page and on mine. Yeah. 
and, and I think that that's a, a big thing too, is that having the right people engage because I very rarely engage in any of the posts, comments or anything. Man, we show up it, for you. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, look, I'm going to give you this thing. Y'all make it run. But like when I do the mental health posts, I do engage there a little bit, but I, again, I take it to the DMs because I don't want people's personal business out there. Yeah. I've had individuals, you know, kind of, you know, uh, tell me that they disagree with my post and we'll go and talk about it. You know, if it's in a respectful way, I, I, there was a post I put up recently where, um, an individual, it was weird. Cause I put up a post about uh, men's mental health month. Uh, and to be fair, I don't think we should have any months. I think we should like, these are things we should always be talking about. Yes. Oh my God. Um, not just, not just like, and, 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 you know, that goes for pride though, too. It's like, that should be something that should be a year round thing. You should be proud of who you are. We should embrace and accept uh, these folks. It, it shouldn't be an individual month at all. These things are all goofy, but someone jumps into the comments and says, it's funny that, you know, I see all this stuff about pride, but I never see anything about men's mental health month. I didn't touch it. I think I'm, I probably liked it like after a couple of days. I was like, eh, I'll give you that a like sick. just so you know that I saw it. Um, because usually if I give a like, it's me letting you know that I saw it. And then someone fired back at them. And it was basically like, well, it's because you know, a man wasn't just randomly, you know, a man has never been randomly attacked and left for dead. And and at that point, I was like, I uh, should jump in this. Going south. I'm gonna let I'm gonna see if they can work this out as adults. And then it just kept going back and forth. And then that individual who fired back, you know, talking about, you know, a man hasn't randomly been attacked and left for dead at some point said, well, men, it's your own fault that you're having mental health issues. No. And so people like that, I don't engage with. But that's they, the hard they, part about social media. And I feel like, unfortunately, people that do that give the rest of us a bad name, right? Like I correct. see so many people, you know, in my work life that, talk about how they just hate social media. It's such a negative thing. It's so terrible. I'm like, yes, if you consume the wrong media or if you engage mm -hmm. with the wrong people or if you allow yourself to take it too seriously, not that you shouldn't take it seriously if you're trying to like monetize it or build or whatever, but to yeah. not allow it to like consume you, I feel like, you know, and to know that it's just like if you went into a room with 10 people, you might not like three of those people, but you have to choose how you interact with them. You don't just walk in and start like throwing crazy accusations and being rude. I mean, like this entire room is toxic. It's like that one person is toxic. Yeah. Everybody else is over here chilling, eating the fruit salad. Thank you. Like, 100%. Like, we're here for the snacks. And every, and now we're all a terrible room of uh, horrible people. <laughs> If, if ever I show up to an event, just understand I'm there for the food. Like I never show up for the actual event. There was something that went on at work the other day. I wasn't there because I wanted to be there. I was there because they had food. If they didn't offer food, I wasn't showing up. So, you know, if ever I show up someplace, just know that there's food to be found. Um, it, I feel like when it comes to the engagement, though, for me, again, I, I don't get engaged with people that I know are trying to troll or look for an argument. Now, there was one individual when I put up a, a suicide awareness post. Oh, yeah, he, you told me about this. You know, he, he said he disagreed with me, and it wasn't malicious. It wasn't an attack. We went and talked, and, you know, it, it was a good conversation back and forth. And and I think 
there are people who love to engage with trolls on the internet. There are people that, that that's just how they 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 decompress. I, I'm not that person. I think sometimes for myself, and it's not really a matter of like, you know, kind of shooting myself down. I don't have like I don't have the patience or intellect to go like have the stats on hand to argue with somebody about, you know, yeah. you know, whatever it may be that they're arguing. Because I didn't come into this conversation for an argument. I came into the conversation for whatever. Now, there are, I, I did with one lady, and I actually still have the post. I, I copied and pasted because I was super proud of what I wrote. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, I think that's enough. Copy and paste and send it to a friend. I feel like I've sent you a few of them where, like, let me show you what I responded. So don't like, don't come for me in the DMs because BJJ Wiki will see it, period. <laughs> like, oh, and trust me. I, I just had somebody recently. Uh, I'm not going to put any specific names out okay. there, but... There's like as far as who sent me what, but the whole Gabby uh, Garcia stuff that's going on, they sent me stuff weeks ago. Uh -oh, I, like, I need oh to my get God, on all see, I don't apart. even. Okay. Um, they're like it's all falling apart over here. Um, you know, all of all of the students are leaving. Oh, um, yeah. she's not paying the coaches. You know, it's just all this stuff, and you know, there there's this thing to it where like as I'm thinking, I was like, okay. So I could repost this. And, and and they told me, they're like, go ahead and repost it. I was like, the thing is, I don't want your name attached to it because I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. But also, the thing is, too, it's like, like these are insider details that are super early. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I don't want to say nothing. So after some stuff start to really start coming out through other sources, mm -hmm. then I reposted mm -hmm. quite a few things. But there is also just that, you know, where it's like, you know, you have people that are like, you know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, de I get DMs with tons of like, uh, you know, back and forth. It's like, yo, can you believe this shit or look at this? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can I post it if you want, if you want, I'll, I'll put them on. Oh my list. gosh. Mine are only ever to vent because for me and my purposes and my goals, right. I'm not trying to be some like, jujitsu political like martyr mm -hmm. or anything i just think it's sometimes funny the clowns that send me stuff and i'm like oh. i just need to share this with one other person so you're the other person that gets to see it. well there are things that i i just encounter where i'm like i should send this to someone because i, I got to make sure i'm not crazy then i just oh, that too yeah and I just I end up just blocking the person I'm like you know what I'm not I'm I'm gonna go to sleep he's <laughs> like yeah I, I feel like I've definitely gotten to a place like you know versus during the pandemic I feel like everyone was glued to their devices and getting all like ragey in the comments sections and everything um like man now if I get like a weird um follow or I get in the DMs you know especially now that not that I have, again, the, the large following that you do, but like you can go to my real section and see the views. So I have gotten a lot of people that message me for all sorts of things that they want or they want me to rep or they want me to do or just like obviously the creepers that show up in the female jujitsu's um, inbox. And I like I used to let it really bother me or I would be annoyed or I would feel all sorts of whatever. Now I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Immediate block and report. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm moving on. Block and report people. It's like because I've told you before how my setup is. You have to you have to follow me in order to comment. So yes, which I like. Um, I, I had some people come at me on the Colompton page because I 
that page is just kind of off the rails. I don't I don't even know why I'd be posting half the time. One day it might be basketball, the next day it's beer, the next day it's Biden, the next day it's Trump. I don't know, I don't care. It's just whatever I see that's funny. Yeah. I put up something about Trump. Oh God. And they came for me. They they were on the war path. And I was well, like, come on, you know that you do they would. It's like, eh, come on. Like, yeah, you do. <laughs> Like, I, I honestly felt like when I put up the post, it wasn't even directly a Trump thing. But people started sending DMs to me saying, why are your comments restricted? And I was like, my oh, they thought that. OK, I got you. I'm with you. They thought you had um, restricted it, but they don't yeah, yeah, I told them. I was like, yeah, I was like, well, do you know how to read? <laughs> like oh. the one guy and the one guy's like, fuck you. And I was like, uh, I guess you don't. All right. Peace. <laughs> And then um, another guy, he he wrote something. I don't remember what he wrote, but I just happened to be on at that moment that it came through. And I replied, mm. shut up. Oh and he goes, oh, that was a fast response. I was like, I just happened to be here when you sent that post. And then he, as as a mature human, Good. he goes, as mature as you can be. Well, right. You know, arguing on the internet. He goes, so why are your, uh, why are your comments restricted? And I explained, I was like, well, they're actually not restricted. They're set up where you have to follow yeah. in order to leave a comment. And the reason for that is I get a lot of spam bots that come through that yeah, want promote to buy the products. Yeah, the, the promote it here, guys, you know, things like that. And, and I also, you know, at the end of the day, and also a lot of trolls don't want to follow. Like yes, a lot of trolls aren't going to put in extra steps. <laughs> and, and he was cool. He goes, okay, I understand. Thank, you know, thanks for uh, the info. I was like, no problem, man. See you around. That's what and I think it, people don't understand about the internet. Like, we can just take a minute and have like okay conversations, even if we disagree. But also, like, don't take it so seriously. <laughs> I'm I'm looking to have an episode at some point on here where I can just have somebody on that I completely wholeheartedly disagree with, and just have that a short good. conversation. But at the same time, too, it's like it has to be the right individual. Yeah, that's yeah. willing to do because yeah. I've had a few of those. Um, especially so it's so funny. Um, after that video, I noticed quite an influx of young um gentlemen that follow me, or uh my male demographic changed when I shared that piece of content, which is funny because it was the John Travolta video. Like of all the things for me <laughs> that yeah, I could have um, shared. Johnny is a good looking dude, man. <laughs> All the content I could have chosen to put out there to attract that uh, demographic. It was the video of John Travolta. Um, but no, like I've I've had some uh, comments where, you know, I thought it was going to go south, but then I made sure that like, hey, I'm going to speak with integrity, but I'm also going to like voice my opinion but also walking that fine line. And I feel like to listen at the end of the day, it is social media. Oh my God, I'm not losing sleep over whatever some person who knows where in a basement uh, thinks. Of I'm right me. here, Paige. You don't have to. <laughs> I know you're right. You're in your basement right now. <laughs> but I feel like on the flip side, because this is so funny, I was thinking about like our journey. I'm like, I don't even remember how, did I, honestly, 
more than likely because I'm never afraid to ask for things because I always feel like you put it out there. And if someone says no, what's the worst? Like, did I do the like, hey, if you ever need a guest or did you ask me? I feel like it was in some sort of conversation about something that like it then has grown to like us kind of, I mean, not that I feel like I do a whole lot for your page other than I share some stuff and tag you. And you say that sometimes that's helpful because you don't have to then create content. But I mean, you know, I just think it's neat that like, if you do it with integrity and you have an open mind, but also you're careful. Cause like, you know, let's be honest. I wasn't like, Hey, random BJJ wiki. Here's my life story. My phone number. Can we be friends? Um, you know, like you can have some pretty cool things that come out of it. <laughs> it. It's funny when I think about the connections, interactions that I've kind of stumbled into here through Instagram. Yeah. And, I, you know, always my wife always says, oh, you have a lot of friends. It's like, I actually don't have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people that I interact with. But I don't have a lot of friends. Like I always tell her there, there are three people um, specifically here on through Instagram that I connect with, um, that I talk to semi-regularly, yeah. um, yourself being one um, and, um, you know, uh, two others, one of which is in Europe and, and another one that's in, um, uh, down in the South, mm -hmm. uh, Southwest. So, you know, I interact with, you know, you all individually and, and it's not even like an everyday thing. It's like, you know, we may not talk for a couple of weeks. Yeah. There is the check-in like, hey, how are things? How you feeling? How's life? You know, just touching base. And and the thing is, it's like I do make myself available to people. I'm not saying I don't care. I'm not saying that, you know, these other people don't matter. But what I'm saying is like when it comes to like people that I would say are friends to me, it's like if, if I'm um, – you know, if I'm in a weird way, I'm like, dude, I, I need to, you know, kind of vent. And I think these individuals might understand what I'm, what I'm, you know, saying here, what I'm going through. It's like you and the two others. I know I can kind of actually, I'm sorry, there's four of you. There's a, another guy in uh, Central California or Northern California. Um, I don't think Central California is a thing. Um, okay. It's the Internet. Someone will look it up and tell you you're wrong. Or congratulate yeah. you for being right. <laughs> That's how, like, if you ever want to get the right answer to something, go on to Twitter and make sure you write it absolutely wrong. Yep. So somebody can come over and, and correct you. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, I always try to keep in mind, like, the Internet is a wild place. So when it comes to interacting with certain people, I'm – so when we do the nerd rate stuff, my buddy Bobby does this party called Skull Sis and Skull Fest. No, I think it's Skullstis. Now, Spring Skullstis. Because uh, his his screen name is Bobby Skullface. And Super sweet. One, one of the conversations that came up on one of the more recent episodes was him opening his doors to people from the internet. We had two guys from Ireland show up, a couple guys from England show up. What? Um, you know, a guy from Canada, two or three dudes from Texas. You know, it's like in in... I think what his thing is, is like, it's true. These are people who, who pay for the patron service. And, you know, he, he's had, a, you know, some time to kind of interact with them and go back and forth. And there was one year I was, I'm there every year, but there was one year specifically, I was ready to put some work in on somebody because they were making threats to someone else. And I was like, I can handle it and it'll be done very quickly. He was like, no, 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 I got it covered. <laughs> 
he talked it down. I'm glad he did. Um, because the dude was kind of big, he probably would have fucked me up. Like, imagine you guys beat around action figures. <laughs> like, <laughs> getting stumped, and there's like a, a, a Captain America figure just falls off the shelf, and some X-Men figures fall down while you're getting your ass beat. That like I'd be traumatized. But um, he talked it down, and you know, he was talking about basically with having these people in his home, he does a pretty decent job at screening, yeah, before offering the invite out. I mean, it's even weirder for these people. To say, yeah, I'll make this trip to a guy who I don't know, and now you're in their home. So yeah. it, it, I, I watch a lot of horror movies, and I saw one recently where that was kind of the thing. Oh, yeah, we'll go, and then it went south. But you know, when I think about that, and I think about my interactions on the internet and who I connect with, it does become this this question of, you know, my my trust level. You know, how is it? You know, yeah. and I don't trust a lot of people, but I do this weird thing where I'm extremely open. I will tell you, and you ask me anything, I will give you, I will say it. But there's also this this curtain though that I don't and it, well, these are like the deep, deep, deep things. And you would think some of the stuff that I say, you're like, oh my god, there's deeper things. It's like you have no idea. But the thing is, it's like, I'll talk about, you know, being in foster care. I'll talk about the abuse. I'll talk about all these things. And people are like, oh, my God, you're so open. You have all these friends. You have all this stuff. And it's like, you know, a lot of this is therapy. Well, um, I feel like, too, it's such a it's such a balance because that's what I hear so many people that are like, oh, you share everything about your life. And I'm like, actually, I'm pretty particular about what I curate and choose to share, which gives the illusion that I share everything. But we don't share everything. And I think that that's where, like, I mean, that's what's keeping me in a job is that people, you know, okay, I need to build my following or I need to use social media for business, but maybe they're like using it like it's a personal thing. Like you just understanding like how to really use it to connect with people without telling your entire life story and giving your social security number and banking information. Like, come on. Wait, we're not supposed to give the social... Oh boy. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> I made a mistake. Um, well, that's the thing too, is like as, as open as I am about a lot of things, I don't put my face on Instagram. If I do, it's very, very rare. It's extremely rare. I might do it once every three or four months. I'm just and it's not even a matter of privacy for me. It is really a matter of just like I I don't find it for yeah. myself to be useful. Uh, and I know that it can be useful. I, like whenever I put up um student BJJ. Whenever I put up his one uh, post where he's wearing a shirt saying, and I'm uh, introverted but willing to discuss jujitsu, <laughs> which I, w- I wore that to the baseball game yesterday. Oh, um, you did? I got my husband that shirt from Zach, right? Yep. Right? yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I put that post up because it's him wearing a shirt, that, that post, and normally when I do posts like that, they get maybe like five likes. Yeah. But, but because it's him in the picture, it usually get like 500 likes because it's like, okay, there's a person here. I'm attached to it versus if it's just something super generic. I, I think the scenery is also because it's like outside. It's like a nice day. So I think that helps a lot because I have others that I repost and they're like wearing gear and it's it does it doesn't do as well. Yeah, but they still, from what I understand, get sales. So I think Good too that's that. part of like strategy, whether you realize you're doing it or not, right? Because I know we also discussed that like you and I have a very different like goal, obviously for social media. Like I I will when I get um requests for follows and stuff, I will block people. I mean, obviously, even under 5,000 
follows, I get a lot of like people that request. And if I get any sort of feeling immediately, if I go to a page, obviously it all could be a front, right? I mean, yeah. it's the internet, but like I do my best to still police that. Um, but I feel like part of the strategy, like you said, putting the face if you don't normally, but like walking that fine line of, you know, the different type of content that you put out there, like that's what's so important. And that's what gets people excited is it's not always the exact same thing. And sometimes you don't show the face, but then when you do that one time, like that's the thing that was really um, well received, right? And then making sure that you remember that, which I think is cool that you remember and acknowledge that so that then, okay, maybe in like a month or so, we'll do something similar. Yeah, I know back when Jitspitch, she was growing in popularity. She was growing in popularity right out the gate. Yeah, but yeah. One of the things that she did was she had this this mystery thing going on and no yep. one knew. It worked, man, it worked. What she looked like and people tuned in. But then she started getting harassed because people wanted to see, well, who's behind this camera. And she had said to me that when she did post herself, it was kind of a mixed bag. Uh, Mostly, you know, creepers. But she lost a lot of follows, too, for revealing herself. Um, And it's just weird how that works. Where, like, for me, again... It, I'm almost kind of like a reluctant social media entity because it's like, again, I didn't go out for this, this following. I, I was just posting. And once I found a system that worked for me, it, it seems like what well, my teammate, he pointed out what it probably is with, with BJJ wiki. It was like, you have a blend of things. Yes. And uh, talking to Danny Patrick, he even pointed out something about it being that it's like there are people trying to copy your page, but they can't quite figure out what you're doing. It's like it's very simple what I do. I think it's like I mix it up. I put it. I I give you a meme. I give you a technique video or a competition video. And then it used to be the website, which I'm working on getting that back up and running. Um, I have the site. It's done. It's just not published. Um. I, there's some some kinks I'm trying to work out on my own side, but I will post something from the website mm-hmm. to kind of like here. This kind of goes yeah. along with the technique I posted before. And once I lost, you know, that that uh, capability, um, I started posting uh, stuff about, hey, I'm going to promote, you know, if you got, you know, gear, I'll post it here. If you have um a, a mental health post. I'll post it here. If you have, you know, a GoFundMe that you want posted, give it, give it to me. I got you. But um, I think so that's like, what, sorry, I think that's what lends to your success though, is that like you're authentic and just trying to help people, you know, you don't, you do have a strategy, but like you're loose with it, which I know that sounds like contradictory, but like, that's what makes it work. It's like, you're giving just enough of this structure that people know what to expect, but you're loose enough with it that people enjoy, Ooh, this was something different. Oh, that was a little different than what, you know, he usually does. And like, I feel like we can see that you really are trying to build people up. I mean, I'll be the first one to say that, like, I think before you and I connected, my page was just pretty stagnant, whatever. But now I do something, you reshare it, and then people like it, and it is helping me grow. You know, I'm, I'm never going to act like it's all me. But that's also part of the strategy is, like, connecting with people and, yeah. like, building those relationships. 
Well, yeah, that, that's one thing I always try to make clear, too, is like this this page isn't all me because for, for starters, I repost other people's content. So yeah. this is definitely a community <laughs> page that is grown by others. They Instagram sent me to think like here, set up subscriptions. I was like, oh, that is a disrespectful thing for me to do. I hear subscribe to me so you can see other people's other content. That, you know, <laughs> like, like, like there's been nothing more disrespectful. So um, I, I always feel like to when it comes to just you know how we approach these things there's certain posts that i'll put up and the intent is always jujitsu for people to learn a move learn something there's a post i put up last week it was two young ladies and i didn't think anything of it uh -oh. i just saw a technique video and then i started reading the comments oh lord why'd you do that you put it were they two pretty girls i'm sure right very yes, two very attractive what's girls. wrong with you you can't put that on the internet yeah it's like as i well, the reason i went to the comments is because i saw like 15 comments in one shot and i was like oh no. <laughs> like Ooh. what is this and it was all for the same post and it was just a bunch of dudes just yep you know thirsting and it's like yep. dude like and you know then you get some people uh, there's a young lady I posted several months back and again, I didn't think anything of it. Cause I look, that was a good knee bar. She did all the comments were talking about, you know, yep. she has a big butt and that's all they could talk about. And then talk about, Oh, stop sexualizing jujitsu. It's like, I didn't sexualize it. You did. You're looking at it that way. Yeah, I see yeah. a knee bar. So then I went just to test something. I went and posted that same knee bar done by Mason Fowler. And it's drastically changed. Yep. Like, so great knee bar. Like, How awesome. Yeah. Like, oh man, that's like kick ass, such a sweet knee bar. And sure, maybe some of the smaller details are changed, but it, it's a move that works all the yeah. same. And it's like, it, like, all of this is just a big, goofy thing. And it's like, it's just, like, like my intent is to put out content that people can learn from, people can laugh, people can, and can take away from it. You know, and then there are people who want to try to attack it and say, oh, well, men, it's your fault, you know, that your mental health is, is in the shitter or stop sexualizing jujitsu. Oh, this post isn't even funny. It's like, then why are you here? Why are yeah, you I also feel like it can go the same for the person that's consuming it. So there was I'm not going to say names. I, maybe you'll figure it out. But there was a account that I followed, jujitsu account, and they shared um, some some memes and some things um in the wake of the submarine situation and i did not even engage i just unfollowed i don't need to show up and tell you that i don't like your content i'm unfollowing you because it's rude or anything other yeah. than okay cool this isn't for me anymore bye <laughs> like i feel like everyone feels the need to like oh this is terrible i can't believe you blah, 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 blah. no okay bye I, this is not for me i don't want to consume yeah. it i don't want to see it keep doing you I'm out and then just yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. The second that you tell me that you're going to unfollow me is the second I'm going to post it in the stories to let people see how stupid <laughs> because it's like, who fucking cares, yo? Now, just you know, my language is starting to get real sharp right now, but it, it, it gets under my skin. It's spicy. Oh, yeah, when they feel of, the need to say it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm no longer following you. And it's like, you stuck around to comment that. <laughs> like, and? You want me to go cry? Like, oh my God, it's you. You're the one that's going to topple this house of cards. It's you and you alone. But you know what's funny, though, is the people that do that from the person that works in social media, you're you're boosting their engagement. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
You're helping the metrics every single time that you show up and you want to be negative or you want to say why someone shouldn't do that. I mean, you know, it's you're just helping the algorithm. Yeah, I, I've, you know, I've stopped even, you know, worrying about it. It's like there's certain con or certain accounts that if I see um, no profile picture and no post or it's private or they don't have any followers, but they follow tons. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, okay, this is a troll account. And mm-hmm. someone just commented something. Someone's always commented something, but this was something that stood out to me a little bit. And, um, you know, I looked at it and I was just like, whatever, dude. Like, and then I put up a post the other day basically saying, if you have an account like this, I don't care. And uh, I can't remember who it was. They commented. It was like, well, you putting up this post actually says the opposite. I was like, no, not really. I'm letting you all know. Clear. Don't bother. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna post, and chances are it's going to get ignored. I'll see it, obviously, because yeah. I get a notification. But I'm not gonna engage. Like, oh, I'm unfollowing you, or, or your content sucks. It's like, dude, I, like, hold on. How many posts do I have? I think I have fifteen thousand oh posts. Um, oh yeah, because it'll tell me how many posts. Yeah, I have fifteen thousand posts. If you if pick one post, you, you say. Um, oh, your post, this post sucks. It's like out of 15,000 posts, you pick this one (laughs) to say my account sucks, but you're not thinking about the other 14,999 posts that I may have put up that you may be into. Like, I think though, one thing, I mean, not one thing, because I do, I obviously enjoy, uh, following the BJJ wiki page and the off the mats podcast journey. I think that you do a really good job of building people up or not, or, and if someone takes something the wrong way, like, I think you do a really good job of clarifying things for people, which I think lends a hand to why people enjoy following you. You know, like you said, you posted a video of a technique and it happened to be two attractive females and you were sharing it for the reason of like it being a technique and then it went south, but then you were able to like acknowledge. And I feel like that's just a little bit of the, uh, not a little bit, a large part of the nuances also of being uh, like a female jujitsu athlete is like, I see lots of other females that have um, a way bigger following than me. And I could go to their grid and I could more than likely figure out why they have a larger following. Um, and then there are also the women that are out there that are like, you know, shit talking the other females about, you know, yep. who's better or you can't take me or then the men that get involved in the conversation. Like, I really just feel like at least for the strategy I use and my purposes, like, man, I just, I try my best to stay in my lane as like, I am a mom who does jujitsu and will probably be a blue belt for the rest of my life. Um, we'll see. I don't know. You share that in common. Okay, so Julia just got promoted to purple belt, right? All the things that have happened since we've talked last. Jules, a pur- she's a purple belt. Um, I think Faye's promoted to black belt. Alex and Faye oh, are engaged. Like all the, th- I'm pretty sure. Wait, now I'm gonna have to be sure because I can't be saying things wrong on the internet, right? We just discussed. I feel like that is I accurate. She- I just feel like, like I missed the promotion post, but I think I saw that she was a black belt. Yes. I was like, huh. I just double checked. We're sure. Okay. So for the audience members, that was correct information. Um, 
But like, man, we we haven't even talked jujitsu though, and I know we gotta wrap up soon. But like, so <laughs> much, like. I know I'm not going to be a blue belt forever, but also like, I feel like I'm at the point now when I see the other people doing the things, I'm like, that's so cool. I'm so happy for you. I'm just happy training when I can train, showing up when I can yeah, and just like plug it along. <laughs> yep. I think that's where I am with, with training right now is my schedules opened up for me to train a little bit more, but I've also encountered several injuries since. Yeah. Uh, I re-injured my groin. My back is all types of weird now. My knee has been swollen every Thursday and Friday um, after work. And it's like, dude, I want to get back to it. I I do. And and I think also with those injuries, those physical ailments, then comes the mental ailments because then anxiety starts to kick into play because now it's like I'm going back to the mess. And I, I just earlier spoke with the teammates um and we were talking about them. I was like one thing that i love about our gym is like we are welcoming you know you could be away for two months you come back and everybody welcomes you with open arms that that's a fact but my body still does not yeah think that that's it it's hard though i feel like especially now so i'm juggling school and work and the kid out for summer and wanting to train and you know my husband talks about all these tournaments and it's just so funny. Cause like, you know, when we first started doing podcasts, I was like tournament all the time. But I'm like, I got to compete. I got to compete. I got to compete. And I loved it. I really loved it. Um, but now it's not that I don't want to compete. I, I really, really do a little bit. I have to be honest is because I'm like a perfectionist. And sometimes I feel like if there's any chance I'm not going to do great, I don't know if I want to do it, but I have to, like, I understand that, you know, I'll still, roll with the guys is still training. I'm still, you know, trying to like get back in that mindset. Um, but it's just a lot, you know, and I feel like at the point in my life right now, when I'm trying to juggle work and school and a kid, it's not that I'm afraid to show up. It's not being realistic. If I get hurt, oh my God, I got to take my kid to school. I got to do classes. I got one more year left for school, you know, and working like, it's a lot, man. So yeah, I'm happy to just be able to, to show up and train when I can. I mean, obviously, uh, I have the, the added luxury of having the keys to the place and getting to have some flexibility, but like, I don't always have a training partner all the time, you know, if I can't make it to a class, so I got to go up there and drill on my own. But yeah, I mean, I'm, the good thing though, is I feel like I'm at the point to where when I see other people getting promoted and I see them doing those big things, like I'm not, I'm not salty at all i'm like yeah. oh my god like the night julia got promoted to purple belt she was supposed to come train um with us just for like not even train just like open mat like hey it's friday night let's like do some rolls and go get tacos or whatever and she was supposed to come and then she also had comp training that she had you know just busy schedule she had forgotten about and then she texted me later she was like so i got my purple belt and i was like well if you're gonna miss training with me for anything then that's fine I'll let that go. You know, like, but it doesn't bother. <laughs> it doesn't bother me anymore, man. You know, I was training with someone the other day and he's a uh, blue white at our school. And I don't remember what we were working and he, um, he was doing some leg attack, some leg attacks. And I was like, all right, tap, tap. I'm out. I, mama's got to be able to walk tomorrow. Let's reset. Let's, <laughs> let's redo yeah. this. So I don't end up there, you know? That's, you know, where I am to in, in kind of this game where it's like, look, I just want to be able to train. I'm not even 
for me, competition, you know, was a thing and it's not a thing anymore. Um, it, it's, you know, really a matter of, I just want to do jujitsu and enjoy jujitsu. I want like I was telling my teammate recently, there was a point where I was in love with, with jujitsu. Like it, it, that was all I thought about. That's all I did. I was, I was at the gym as much as I could be. Yeah. And then we got to this point, uh, with COVID it knocked me out of that rhythm for a lot of people put them into the rhythm and it knocked me out of the rhythm. But I think part of what, what happened with that rhythm is I wasn't really seeing my family. So when I got to see my family, I was like, Oh my goodness, I love this. Like I love doing Legos with my daughter. Like after we're done here, I think she's got a deck of playing cards and she's like, I want to play cards with you dad. And I was like, I want to play cards too. Let's, let's do this. Um, infinity gauntlet Lego set as well. You know, (laughs) I, I still have to edit tonight. But yeah. it's like, look, I still want to, you know, have that time with my family. I know that that's a big thing with, you know, our lives, period. All the things we yeah. do, jujitsu, work, school, family. It's like trying to juggle it. And at the end of it all, it's like, well, look, what's the priorities? Priority, you know, for most of us is always going to be family. I know people always tell me like, well, bring your daughter to practice with you. It's like, yeah, our practice runs late. Like, you know, yeah. we end at 930 and I'm not keeping my daughter up that late. That's just but also, not- do you want to drag her around? It's so funny you say that because I get this question a lot, especially like the fact that we're studio owners, you know, like, oh, just take her everywhere. I'm like, why? So she can live her life watching us live ours. And I'm going to drag okay. her around to everything I want to go do. Like, no. <laughs> no. It, and I think, you know, when, when you look at it that way, too, it's like people on the outside are like, oh, well, that like, why wouldn't you do that? I was like, well, because I want my child to have a childhood, you know, yeah. I, I want them to be able to, you know, enjoy it. I know my coach, you know, is like, you know, if you get Sophie signed up, you know, you know, you'll, you'll be, you know, able to train a little bit more too. It's like, well, not really because her class would be at this time. And my yeah. class would be like two hours later, actually. So it would actually kind of make matters worse. I think. Yeah. I feel like too, it's okay. It's okay to be okay at jujitsu. Like it's not, you know, I feel like we started this sport and I do also feel like this is part of where, you know, we've done an episode on the blue belt blues and stuff like that. Like, I think this is where people start realizing like either some people go really, really hard and they realize they, they can't sustain that. So then they can't continue the sport because it is okay. Yes. We call it the general art, but like, come on, man, we're attacking each other's limbs and choking one another. And I like, yes, it's gentle to a degree. Um, but I feel like there's also something to be said for just like truly enjoying the sport. And I'm going to sound so cheesy here, but like, I really love jujitsu. I really love showing up and training and working out and doing all this stuff. Like I will absolutely compete again, 1000%, but like I'm trying to finish school and work and all these other things. So like, it's just not realistic for me to mentally, you know, kill myself to like, okay, am, am I going to cut weight for a tournament and I've got to train really hard. And then also I want to be the best mom I can be. And I'm trying to make good grades, but also I have like people at work depending on me. I feel like sometimes it is okay for it just to be something you enjoy doing and for that to be that. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And I think we can wrap up on that notes. Um, so. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, Boom. It's like it, I've done this before. 
it's funny because in my head, I was like, man, what are we going to talk about? And I started like trying to jot down notes. I was like, let's just, let's just talk. That's, that's but then what you remembered it's me and you. I feel like we've yeah. only had notes once, I feel like, right? And then I didn't remember the Madonna songs and you made fun of me. That was the one time we had notes. So I, I was actually going to go back to the music thing because I watched a George Michael documentary uh -huh. last night. And let me tell you, man, I like, I love that dude. I'm such a fan of his music and then seeing the documentary. I love that. Then I was going to, I was going to come and like, what is your favorite George Michael song? I don't want to hear it. Like, you like, wait a minute. I'm not going to ask her that. <laughs> and, and then I was like, you know what? No. Cause that backfired when Axel was her favorite Madonna song and Madonna, I think is bigger than George Michael. It was like, all right, never mind. We're going to back out of here. All right. So I'm going to make a real with the George Michael song now. Okay. Please. So do. we have to go so that I can, I can figure out how I'm going to work that into content somewhere. Please do. I, I was shared a thousand times. I, I love George Michael. I'm a huge fan. Um, before we get out of here, shout outs, mentions, what you got for us? Um, okay, Flex Pro Meals, BJJ Mama 20, always. Um, go check some of my reels that I've shared some of their food. Awesome. And if you are trying to grow on the gram, that sounds so cheesy, but if you're trying to grow on the gram, build your brand. Oh, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Go check out social media strategies that work for tips on how to use social media. All right. And I'll be sure to put you in the show notes and make sure everybody knows where to find you. And as always, everyone who's listening, thank you so much. I appreciate you all. If you all ever have any questions, concerns, criticisms, anything like that, Always feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram or off the mats podcast on Instagram as well. Don't be shy about leaving, uh, you know, um, reviews either. Go go drop a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever it is if y'all use that platform. I, I, I need to start reading the reviews. I got a few reviews. I need to start reading some of them out. But go leave a review. Only if it's good. Don't, don't be saying nothing bad. Like, I ain't going to read that. I actually, I probably would, but now that I said that, people are going to go leave bad reviews just for me to read. Y'all some dicks. Anyhow, <laughs> thank you, everyone. I appreciate you all. Um, I want to give a big shout out, as always, to my crew over there at Nerd Age Radio. Uh, you know you know the guys. I, I say it every episode now. You know who they are. Um, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be doing podcasts. So I appreciate them all. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, also, a big shout out to my other podcast. So you like horror? Uh, it's about scary movies, and I don't know where we're at as far as what episode is coming up by the time this comes out. But it's probably going to be about horror in the 1980s. So go peep it, go check it out, enjoy it. it it's it's a fun romp. And also, last but not least, big shout out to my guest here, Miss BJJ Mama. Make sure you all go give her a follow. Um, you know she she's a regular guest here so oh, i always appreciate just you know the time you know that you give with us here and and just i, I was thinking about it as we're recording i was like i don't think i have to edit anything out i don't have to i think i said something at one point i think i might want to go clean it up that's all right but um like after i said i was like oh boy <laughs> that's gonna be bad well, that's bad. okay. I but, did the um, same as we were going about all of a sudden, like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know. It's okay. So, um, but every time we get together and talk, it is a fun time. And I, I can't thank you enough for that. So thank you so much for just being a good friend and, and, you know, just being there to, you know, be a guest on the podcast and also 
help and support my Instagram account as well. So you do a lot for, for BJJ Wiki's account. So thank you very much. Thank you. Otherwise, everyone out there again, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. You guys keep listening and I'm going to keep making these shows. Thank you everyone. And goodbye. They probably said. Now let me see his song.